Broadcasting from Alito to Alton, from Champaign to Chicago, and from Robinson to Rockford, this is the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com. It's the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular, determined to get this thing right. That's why uh, that's just the way we are. Week three of the Spectacular, Larry Smith here with Brad Sturdy, Mike Cackley. Uh, Brad, the, the men's uh, basketball team went 16-2 and two after we launched the website, IlliniGuys.com. Now we launch a radio show, and the football team wins its opener. I, I think we're, we're good luck for this uh, for these programs. Definitely going 12-0. and 0. I don't think there's any doubt now um, with the radio show. We're definitely going to go undefeated, I, I, I think. No, but seriously, I, I hope it doesn't mean that we're, if they lose that we're in trouble. So I, I just hope that doesn't work that way. So. <laughs> We've got a good precedent. Let's uh, let's continue with that. Uh, uh, no question. Another jam-packed show. Uh, Josh Whitman, the athletic director at the University of Illinois, standing by on our newsmaker line. Can't wait to talk to him. We'll get a game preview from IlliniGuys.com football writer and analyst Matt Stevens. And, uh, Brad, you talked with the Texas San Antonio beat writer. Uh, Brad, I, I got to admit, and Mike Cackley, too, uh, start with Brad. Uh, I didn't know UTSA even played football until about a month ago. Yeah, it's like their – what is it? It's like they played nine seasons. This is their anniversary of 2011, I think, was their first season. Um, so it's kind of wild. But they did go to a bowl game last year, and they have 21 starters back from last year's team. Um, their press release, they sent out their game notes today, and it's like these guys are going to be okay. Now, I, I know that a lot of their wins maybe weren't against high major opponents, but this is uh, this is one of those trap games. You better be ready. You beat Nebraska, that's great. But these guys don't don't care that you beat Nebraska. I think the bottom line is, as we've discovered, that we have a tough game up ahead here against the Roadrunners, and if we win it, maybe the national championship rolls right through Champaign-Urbana. <laughs> there you go. Let's just not pretend to be Wiley E. Coyote while we're chasing the Roadrunners because uh, he, ne- he never gets them. Uh, but to Brad's point, uh, Brett Bielema certainly wants to carry the momentum over from last weekend's big win. Uh, they get Getting past Nebraska, here's what he said on Monday. Every win's a win. Every loss is a loss. We have to take it for what it's worth. We have a little bit of a mantra to stack days, right? And uh, we happen to obviously win this game this past weekend, but our preparation need to remain the same. If we didn't take advantage of Sunday, uh, it really didn't matter what what Monday looked like. We wouldn't have maximized Sunday. So we just kind of have the the, the, the the mantra that every day is going to be what it is. Um, keep working. I do like our mentality, the guys. Uh, I read and read all their comments, right? And and our guys said a lot of positive things on on Saturday after the game. But what I want them to understand is this is just one day in in a journey of 12 given Saturdays that we've well one Friday, right? Uh, one Friday and, and 11 Saturdays that we're given on the schedule, and then what we do with them may give us an opportunity to do more. But if they get too big in the moment or too big of reflection on what what just happened, then tomorrow I'll slap them in the face. So, Brett Bielema, uh, Brad, to your point, is, uh, is guys, let's talk about this for a moment. Um, again, wanting to stay focused in, in the moment. And like, uh, you know, he said, no matter what happens, they would have prepared the exact same way. Uh, Mike, what do you think? Yeah, I think Coach has talked to us about that previously, about staying focused on what they're doing today and being present now. And I don't see there's going to be any change in how he is, uh, attend, you know, attend, attempting to keep the guys on that method. And I really think that um, if they can take care of business this week, it, it really sets up for a, a good rest of the season. I think a lot of times people talk about how do you handle like failure. You also have to learn how to handle success. Like when you win, are you able to then do? Does it become you become happy with winning? 
or you push yourself a little bit harder to, to make yourself even better and maybe do something greater. And I think those are the, 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 the fine lines you have to get through. And this is the kind of game where we talk about focus. He's exactly right. You got to be focused. You got to be engaged in the moment and you got to ha- be able to handle that success that you you had the first week. Yeah, you're so right. You can't, you know, score a touchdown, do a dance, and then you're done. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, you, you've got to go further. And I think also sending the message to these guys, and let me know what you think, that this is a program, as we've talked about before, everyone knows, has not had a lot of success. So you want to be excited about the win, but at the same time, temper expectations to where it's like, okay, that's one. We want to get about eight of these this year if we can. So uh, it's also kind of a, a, a teaching moment for these guys how to win. Yeah, and this team also has the uh, – they really have to want to get, to get more out of it. And you also have to act like, you know, you wanted to be there, which is – or you expected to be there, which I thought they did a really good job of uh, on on Saturday. They didn't look like a team that, that amazed themselves. They looked like a team that took care of business. Expectations were to win, and I think that's the expectations for Saturday. So hopefully they uh, stick with that. Yeah, and it should be the one uh, each week. And I think, again, we'll see, um, you know, Brett Bielema has been here since fall trying to to change a culture along with a lot of other things. And that gets tested now. Now that you get a little bit of taste of a little bit of success, let's see if they can uh, hold on to that. 6.30 kickoff Saturday night. Illinois about a touchdown favorite to improve to 2-0. Much more about the Illini and UTSA is on the way. But up next, Illinois Athletic Director Josh Whitman will get to know him a little bit and ask about his thoughts on game one of the Bielema era. That's on the way. This is the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Planning to repair or upgrade your home or place of business? Whether it's a leaky roof, windows or door, worn out siding or paint, outdated kitchen, bathroom or basement, look no further than HX Home Solutions, your one-stop shop for remodeling inside and out. Trusted by Chicagoland since 1950, find out why HX gets an A-plus rating by the Better Business Bureau. Call today, 224-880-6000. That's HX Home Solutions, 224-880-6000. Mention code NCAA and schedule your free estimate. Once again, 224-880-6000, HX Home Solutions. Attention travelers. Next Tuesday, a major hurricane will cause complete chaos throughout the city. Food, water, and phone service will be in short supply. There will likely be panic citywide. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Disasters don't plan ahead. You can. Talk to your loved ones about how you're going to be ready in an emergency. Don't wait. Communicate. Right back here on Illini Guys. The Illini Guys Sports Spectacular here. Glad you're with us as we get ready for uh, another big football weekend. And joining us now on the Newsmaker Line, presented by Busey Bank, none other than uh, the architect of all that you will see. Uh, football Saturdays, basketball, volleyball, you name it. Uh, tennis, golf, wrestling, the athletic director at the University of Illinois, Josh Whitman. Uh, Josh, you and I have not met uh, personally, so uh, let me just say hello. Well, it's great to be with you, Larry. Thanks so much for having me, and we appreciate all the support that uh, the Illini guys are showing to our program. Yeah, we appreciate that. You know, because you and I haven't uh, met before, let's just start with an introduction. Uh, tell us about Josh Whitman. Tell us uh, who you are. <laughs> well, I, uh, I was born in West Lafayette in the backyard of Purdue University. I've got two parents, 
who were uh, school teachers. My dad was a high school teacher and coach. My mom was an elementary school librarian and, and our early school or early grade teacher. Um, grew up with a, a book in one hand and a, a ball of some kind in the other. And, and those two things, education and, and sports have really formed the contours of most of my life. I came here 25 years ago to, to play football and, and earn a degree and was very fortunate to be able to do both. And, um, you know, played a little bit of professional football after I graduated, came back here in, in 2005, uh, started working in this athletic program, went to law school, um, then um, practiced law for a few years before transitioning back into college athletics, which is where I always wanted to be. Uh, became an athletic director at University of Wisconsin Lacrosse, a Division three school in Lacrosse, Wisconsin. Uh, when I was 32 years old, was there for four years. Went to Wash U for two, uh, and have been here now for going on six. And uh, have a wonderful wife, Hope. We have two young children. Uh, Tate will turn five next month, uh, and Will turn three this summer. And um, they both just started preschool last week, and and so we're busy being parents to young kids and, and uh, trying to run an athletic program. What a, uh, and what a great experience. Uh, and we've all been, uh, been down that road uh, a little bit ahead of you in the, the, the parenting game. So uh, yeah, we know how it is, but what a great time uh, for you. I'm curious, you have family, but uh, we always see you out and about. It seems like you somehow fit 26 hours into a 24 hour day somehow, because you were always out there. What does uh, Josh Whitman do? As a hobby, what do you do to relax? Do you golf, do you tennis, read books? What, what, what do you do to get away? You know, I, I, uh, I really do three things. I mean, as, as I've kind of settled into our routine here at, at Illinois, I, I spend my time in, in really three big ways. I, I enjoy spending time with our family, with, with my kids, uh, with my wife. I enjoy working out. Uh, I like to run, I, I lift, I'm, I'm a pelotoner, uh, and so I, I do those things, and then uh, and then I work, and and so it's not the most uh, diversified set of, of uh, experiences <laughs> that I have on a day to day basis, but I've just found that uh, keeping things simple and, and fairly focused has has been rewarding for me. It's what I enjoy. Uh, I do enjoy reading. I don't do it as much as I would like to. Uh, I find that I've got a little more time when I travel, maybe to uh, to get into a book on a plane or at a hotel. Um, I enjoy movies. Uh, if, if we've got some time at night, you know, I, I, I like to put a movie on and escape a little bit that way. Uh, I, during the pandemic in particular, I started to, to cook a little bit more. Um, I, I do, I specialize in breakfast. Uh, and so Sunday mornings, a lot of times, especially now that we get into the, the, the heart of the season, uh, are, are really a, a time that we protect as a family. Uh, and, and so I'll do uh, a lot of times I'll do a big breakfast on Sunday mornings and a good chance to connect with the kids and, and spend a few hours together. Um, so those are, those are just some, some things that, uh, that I enjoy and that, that we enjoy at the Whitman house. Yeah, actually that, that's funny. In the pandemic, I kind of became a foodie. So I got to, I got to cook a lot, you know, now I'm too busy, but back then. So my wife still says, when's that come back? So you need to start cooking again. So um, um, not that she wants the pandemic back, just that she wants me to cook again. I, I got to ask, what, what was it like last Saturday? Um, Grange Grove hopping, great energy in the stadium, a big win on national television. How was that? What was that like? And, and how big is that the win for you guys moving forward as a program? It was 
very special this Saturday, obviously. I, I think just given all that we have gone through here over the last 18 months, I, I've said to our student athletes and our staff, they always say absence makes the heart grow fonder. And, and certainly, you know, the idea that we were without sports or that we were going to be without sports uh, as recently as a year ago today, we were sitting there thinking, boy, we're not going to get a chance to to compete in anything uh, during the, the 2019 or 2020, 2021 seasons. Uh, and, and I think, you know, we, we learned quickly how important sports are to all of us. And, and certainly for those of us who, who are day-to-day are -day involved in this program. Um, and so just to take a moment on Saturday and reflect back on the journey that we have traveled to, to get there and, and to have people back in, in the tailgating lots to have the stadium club tent together again, see Grange Grove active and uh, the Illini walk and, and really just sort of take it all in as it happened. And I think sometimes it's inevitable. You, you kind of start to miss some of the small details and you don't appreciate each moment as it happens. And, and so Saturday, I, I really made an effort to try and appreciate everything that, that happened and, um, and certainly culminating in the win and, in terms of what the effect of that win will be, uh, I don't know. You know, I, I think it was a, a great, obviously a great um, stake in the ground for our program. Uh, really excited for Coach Bielema and, and the staff. They've come on board and, and done just such a fantastic job. Uh, more excited for our student athletes than anybody, especially the guys who've been around this program for a while. They, they haven't won as many games as they've deserved to win. Uh, and so I, I think every time we get a win, and it's, I don't know that people really appreciate even now how hard it is to win a football game. I mean, it is a major effort and the culmination of hundreds of hours of work um, over the course of, of the offseason, the preseason, uh, and then, of course, the, the game itself. And, uh, and so for us to get that win, I, I think, was, a, was certainly a big moment for the program. I think it'll have, I hope, very positive implications externally in terms of ticket sales and interest and enthusiasm around the program. I think internally, it certainly is rewarding. Although I have learned over time that the student athletes are probably the most resilient group of people that you'll ever be around. And, and you know, they, they, they've learned to live with the ups and the downs of competition. And, and if we had, we hadn't won on Saturday, they would be out there working just as hard today as, as they are having one. And, and so they, they feel good and it's, it's great for them, but um, they, they really do a nice job of compartmentalizing and approaching each week as a separate opportunity. And uh, I, I really applaud them for that. You're on the Newsmaker line presented by Busey Bank with Illini Athletic Director Josh Whitman. Uh, Josh, uh, you mentioned uh, Brett Bieleman, the, the job that his staff has done very quickly. Um, we're just one game into the season, into the Bielema era, but what did you see in him that set him apart from other candidates when you were conducting this search last fall? I, I think there were a handful of things. Obviously, his experience speaks for itself. I, I think as football has grown in terms of the, the breadth and nature of, of being a CEO of a football program, it, it gets harder and harder to be a first-time head coach in this environment. I, I think that his experience running a program at this level, obviously his familiarity with this conference, with this division in particular, uh, was, was attractive. I, I really um, appreciated his pedigree, the people he'd been around and learned from. Those were people, as we talked about what we want this program to do, we went out and found other programs that had done it. Uh, and, and we saw 
the progress that Kansas State had made. We saw the progress that Iowa had made. We saw the progress that Wisconsin had made. And you start to connect the dots, and there was one person who had really had firsthand uh, exposure to each of those programs, and it, it was Brett. Uh, and then you have a chance to finally sit down and talk with him. And he, he just has such a great energy, great vision. Uh, I think his enthusiasm for being at Illinois was very real. Uh, it's always something that's important to me when we're hiring a head coach in any sport is finding someone who isn't just looking to be a head coach in the Big Ten or to be in the Power Five, but somebody who's genuinely excited about being at Illinois and who embraces our tradition and, and uh, wants to contribute to that in their own way. And, uh, and so he, he just really um, rose to the top quickly as we had a time to, to study him and, and then spend time with him. Uh, it became evident that he was somebody that, that we really needed to strongly consider. We're talking with Illinois Athletic Director Josh Whitman on the Newsmaker Line, presented by Busey Bank. A short break and then more with Josh and the crazy summer with men's basketball on the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular. You have a lot to look forward to. Growing your family, opening your own business, retiring to travel, leaving your legacy. Busey Bank is here to help you celebrate your life's milestones by putting your money to work with thoughtful advice, trusted resources, and proven results. Busey is proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini, a champion for purpose and progress since 1868. Member FDIC. Are you tired of your website making your business look bad? Is your current web developer dropping the ball? Let's face it, if your website isn't making you money, it's broken. Let Neon Rain create a website that turns your visitors into customers. Neon Rain has worked with hundreds of businesses across North America, building custom websites and applications with modern designs that are easy to update and work well on mobile devices. They can do it for you too. What sets Neon Rain apart? They actually deliver on their promises. Call today for a free consultation, 303-957-3092. That's Neon Rain at 303-957-3092. Or visit them at neonrain.com. The Sports Spectacular continues here with special guest Josh Whitman, the AD at the University of Illinois. Flipping over to basketball real quick, got to ask him basketball questions. Um, as you you look at your assistant, you had a situation this summer. It was probably the craziest offseason. We talked to Brad Underwood that he's ever had or seen. It, talking about, you know, not only with the transfer portal, but also with three assistant coaches leaving. What What's kind of it say about him that he can lose three assistant coaches, put together a great staff again, and seemingly not miss a beat? It's a great question, and, and it was an offseason unlike anything I've ever seen, certainly, and, and Brad has more experience in that than I do, but uh, I give him all the credit in the world. I, I think if you had said to us on the bus home from Indianapolis, here's what the next three or four months holds for the only basketball <laughs> program, I think we all would have looked at each other like, holy cow, that's going to be a bumpy ride, and, and I don't know how we're going to come out of it on the other side. And he led us through it. And he, he persevered. He was patient. Uh, he didn't overreact. He didn't panic. Um, he just put one foot in front of the next. He, he felt strongly about uh, the brand that we built with Illinois basketball, felt strongly about the leadership that he brings as the head basketball coach, felt strongly about the culture that he's developed within our program. And, uh, and he just worked methodically through it. And, and I give him all the credit. He, he, um, 
you know, identified, I think, a great new staff, people that have come on board and, and really hit the ground running. Again, people who I think are genuinely excited to be here and, and to contribute to the, the great tradition of Illinois basketball. Uh, I think the work that we did in the transfer portal was was huge. I, I think the work that we did with Kofi was obviously huge. Uh, and, uh, and, and all those variables could have gone a very different direction at any moment in time. And, and Brad really is the one who held the ship together. And, and not only did we persevere through it, but I think we came out on the other side stronger than we, we went into it. And, and I think that we're in a, a better position heading into this new season now than I think we would have even expected to be on that bus on the way home from Indianapolis. And, and that's uh, something that I know is exciting to me and, and to our fans as well. I'll follow up that real quick with the assistant coaches. You went out and made, um, you know, reportedly made some very, very competitive office offers to assistant coaches, you know, whether it's to retain the guys that you had before and then or bring in guys from other programs, um, from other high major programs uh, to be an assistant coach at Illinois. Is that going to, and I know you don't want to say like it's an arms race or whatever it is, but is it important to show that you're going to be competitive in that market to coaches around the country if they're looking at Illinois or, or also, you know, players, sponsors, don't, whatever it is. I, I think it is. I, I don't like the arms race term. And, and because I, I think what we are is we're, we're competing. Right? I mean, that's what, that's what this is. College athletics is about competition and we are looking for ways to gain an advantage in an incredibly competitive space uh, in, in the way that is at the, top of that list is through personnel and we, we have to make sure that we have the best people working for and with Illinois basketball as we can. And that starts with the head coach. It, it goes down with our assistant coaches or off the court support staff includes our student athletes. Um, and so we need to be sure that we are making appropriate investments uh, to attract and retain the best folks that we can to associate with this program and, and help push it forward. And um, this offseason was certainly uh, one of those moments uh, when we needed to be sure that, that we were bringing our A game and, and prepared to compete. And, and I feel like we did that uh, to the best of our abilities. And, and I think that the staff and, and the program demonstrates that as we head into the new season. Name, image, likeness is now here a couple months ago. Uh, how was that um change what you do in terms of the, the athletes now being able to profit off their celebrity, if you will. Yeah, I don't know that it, it hasn't changed what I personally do that much. I, I think it, it is a dramatic opportunity for our program. Uh, I think that, you know, you really need to look no further than someone like Kofi to recognize that the impact that name image likeness can have. And, and I think as an educator, <clears throat> I see that as a very positive thing. Anything we can do to keep our student athletes in college longer, to give them more opportunities to take classes, to learn, to, to accrue credits towards a degree, that's a good thing. Uh, and you know, the opportunity to provide uh, Kofi with some outlets to enhance his, his income and, and to make it a more justifiable financial decision for him to remain here in college uh, I think is, is a, a game changer, not just for our program, but for programs across the country. If we can incentivize athletes or, or make it a more equitable playing field for them as they're making decisions about whether to go off and pursue professional opportunities or not, 
this is a this is a big deal uh, for those of us in college and uh, and and I think it's you know philosophically it's just the right thing to do. I, I think that we all recognize that our student athletes, especially in today's day and age with social media and everything, have have a platform and they have a level of celebrity that that affords them some pretty unique opportunities that may or may not follow them when their time as, a, as an athlete at this university are over. Uh, and so, you know, if, if we don't afford them these chances now, the, the window may close uh, as they as they move on from our campus. And you don't know what the, the, the next you know, chapter in their lives will bring. And so, um, you know, I, I think it's it's the right thing for us to do. And, and I'm excited about uh, some of the opportunities we've, we've been able to see come the way of our student athletes. We've, we've certainly made some investments there programmatically here as well in terms of our, our new NIL coordinator, Cam Cox, has come on and, and done a fantastic job, very creative, um, astute young guy for us who I think is connecting with our coaches and our student athletes, as well as with some of our external stakeholders. And, uh, you know, we're kind of the, the educating body in this whole thing. We can't be the matchmakers. We can't bring parties together, but we can make sure all the different parties recognize the opportunities that are out there and, and at least let them know how to, to find each other if there is an interest in, in creating a match. And so it's a, it's a great opportunity and, and certainly one that will continue to reveal itself uh, in the months and years ahead. It's still so new that we're all learning as we go, which is exciting, um, but it, it's, it's going to have some, some new twists and turns inevitably as we, as we move forward. Josh Whitman, Illinois Athletic Director. We're going to keep him here just a bit longer. Just a couple more questions. We'll step aside for a local break and then more with Josh. This is the Illini Guys Radio Network. You're tuned in to the Sports Spectacular on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Welcome back to the Sports Spectacular. Illini Athletic Director Josh Whitman has agreed to take a couple more questions. A quick follow-up to that last question just before the break. What concerns you about the NIL? I think it, it, it's the same things that have always concerned us about it. I, I think for a long time we let the concerns really ground the wheels to a halt and, and we weren't able to move things forward because we, there were a lot of unanswered questions. And I, I think more recently we got to a point where we just said, look, we, we know there are some unanswered questions here, but we, we don't feel good any longer about letting that stop our progress. And so, uh, you know, those concerns, I, I think, are, are fairly widely understood. I, I think seeing NIL become a major player in student-athlete recruitment uh, and, and retention, I think, is, is a concern. Uh, we don't want it to be a true pay-for-play environment. I mean, it really should be based on uh, a student-athlete's level of celebrity and what kind of value they can bring to uh, the, the entity that's, that's investing in them. Um, yeah, I think that's probably the, the biggest one. There's a lot of, of internal concerns. I, I think, you know, just small stuff like, you know, if, if a student athlete enters into a, an in-kind arrangement where they're given a, an apartment or a car um, and not given any cash, you know, that, that benefit, comes with a, a tax implication for them. And so, you know, I, I'm, I'm worried that at the end of the calendar year, all of a sudden they're going to get handed a tax bill for several thousand dollars and they don't have the cash to pay for that. 
you know, the opportunity to get out and drive a new car or live in an apartment rent-free sounds great. Uh, but at the end of the day, there's still going to be some, some cash implications for that. And I just, I hope that they're prepared for that. And we're trying to do our part on the front end to educate them and help them prepare so that they're not caught flat-footed. Um, so there's just, you know, small stuff like that, that, that um, we'll just have to work through as, as we experience the first cycle of this together with our student athletes and with our outside um, supporters. And, and um, I'm sure that we can, it'll just, it'll just be a process like anything else. As you, I guess, I, Larry, when I signed on with the line, guys, he said I was going to get a car, but I never got it. So um, I, I, I don't, I guess I don't have to pay tax. So I guess that's the benefit. And that's what he's telling me. Well, that's I can the, tell you, I, I get a car and it does come with a big tax bill. So, um, <laughs> well, see, Brad, so, I'm, look, I'm looking out for you. See, yeah, thanks. I, I do appreciate that. I do appreciate that. So, you know, and, and Josh, you're, You've been athletic director, you know, obviously WashU and now Illinois. You're maybe a little different than your average athletic director because you're a former athlete and you're also, you're not a guy who's going to be like, uh, you're not, I don't, I hate to use this term. You're not like a stiff in a suit. You're, you're the, you're the king of the bro hugs. I mean, you know, right. I mean, you know, after the win, you know, whether it's Kofi, whether it's coach, you however it is. I mean, how's that? I mean, just, is that your, just your personality? Is that just who you are as a, as an athletic director? You know, I, I think if you said, you know, who is Josh Whitman? I mean, I, I think one of the very first things I would say is I'm a competitor. You know, I'm more than I'm, I'm I, and when I set down this path as a profession, I told myself I was never going to become an administrator, right? I'm, I'm here to compete and, I, and I'm here to win. And, and I, that's why I get out of bed every day, you know, and, and so the chance to be, locked arms with our student athletes and with our coaches as they experience the, the joys and the challenges of, of winning and losing is, is a really important part of my identity and a big part of why I do what I do. And, and so for me, it's, it's about, it's about competing, but it's also about being there for them. You know, that this, this thing, it has a lot of elements to it. You know, but at the very, very core, it's about our students. It's about our coaches. And it's important to me that, that they feel connected to me, that they feel supported by me, and that I'm not just there to celebrate the successes, but you'll notice that I'm, I'm there giving those same hugs. They may not be quite as enthusiastic, but they're, just, <laughs> they're every bit as heartfelt uh, after, after the hard losses. And, you know, that's that's just how I've chosen to do this. You know, I think that it's, um, it's personal, you know, and, and it, it always, for me, will be. And uh, that's the only way I know how to do it and, and the only way I enjoy doing it. Does it, it has to scare you a little bit, though, to see Kofi get excited in case he gives you a hug? Because although you're a big guy, he's a lot bigger than you. I mean, does it, does it get a little scary there when Kofi gives you a hug? There, there have been some, some post-hug injuries. I'm not going to lie. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I remember one time, I think, I don't know if it was last year, two years ago, Jeff Alexander and I had a huge hug after a big win and, and we kind of butted heads in the middle of the hug. And we, in the moment we kind of separated and whatever. And we went back to the locker room afterward and, and Jeff finally pulled me aside. He goes, does your head hurt? He goes, man, my, I'm we, we banged heads pretty hard and my mind was pounding. Uh, so there, there've been a few, a few uh, run-ins in the, in the hug line, but by and large, it's uh, it's been a pretty positive experience. The other, the other casualty, I told my wife this the other day, I, 
anytime I wear sunglasses, they get, they get busted. Uh, and so I, I, I broke another pair of sunglasses on Saturday. I've got a whole uh, sort of graveyard of broken sunglasses at my house from, uh, from post-game celebrations, which is a good thing. I'll, I'll, I'm happy to keep building up that, that list of broken, broken glasses. Sounds crazy. That might be a, a neat auction item at some point. Now, <laughs> it, it sounds nuts, but I, there's somebody out there who would buy Josh Whitman's collection of broken sunglasses after big wins. <laughs> if you have them labeled by who broke them, broken that's by right. Kofi, broken by Brad Underwood, Brett that's, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Coach, we've uh, kept you a long time. We're almost out of time. One final question. Um, what's next for, for Illinois athletics and, and what's the message that you want Illinois alums and fans to know about you and, and this department and these programs as we get into the fall? I, I think that, you know, what we're seeing is we are a, a maturing athletic program, right? When, when I first came here in a lot of different settings, we almost equated ourselves to a startup, you know, where we were, we were trying to really generate capital and we were trying to, to take something that, that, that needed to grow from a seedling up to something that was, that was more, more mature, more robust. You know, we're nowhere near finished products and, and we have to really guard against any suggestion that that we're even entering into something close to satisfied because we're, we're not um, but we're also uh, you know I'm no longer a 37 year old first year power five athletic director we're no longer in that sort of early stage of our our time together you know we're in a more mature um, connected place than, than we were six years ago. And, and that's a good thing. Right? That's a good thing. And, but I, I think it changes a little bit of how we think it changes a little bit of how we approach things. I think we have at this point, a, a deserved expectation for success, certainly in, in basketball. And I think we're going to move that direction in football here very quickly. Um, and, and I think it, it just means that we have to continue to be vigilant in our expectations and continue to look for ways to push the bar even higher than where we have it. Um, we, we can never become complacent. We always have to, again, uh, remind ourselves that we are in an incredibly competitive environment and, and everybody else is working very, very hard to, to gain an advantage. And, and so we've got to do the same thing. Um, and, uh, you know, it's a, we're at a point where we've got, I think at, at this juncture, much more mature relationships with the people around us, uh, whether you're talking about uh, some of the connections we have with fans, with ticket holders, with donors, with business partners. Um, you know, these, these, at, these, at this point, these are people who we've, we've gone through adversity with, we, we've had some success with, um, we, we've had some, some, some good points and bad points, but it, it, all through that, it has built a stronger, more connected network of people who are supporting our programs. And, and we need to be able now to draw on those relationships to keep the program moving forward. And, um, and so that's, that's where I think we are. You know, I, I, the last thing I, I guess I'll mention is it's no secret. We're at a point of, I, I think, intense disruption in college athletics. There are a lot of different external factors that are creating a very complicated uh, future horizon. One that's a little murky at this point in time. And, and I think that for us, we have talked internally about really trying to take advantage of the moment 
you know, I, I think there's a, a period of disruption here where we can gain some ground and, and we need to come out of this this period of disruption in a, in a better position than when we went into it. And, and I think we'll, we'll do that by innovating and we'll do it by uh, investing. We'll do it by being aggressive in areas where maybe other programs are hesitating. Um, I, I think that's got to be sort of the order of the day here for us for the next few years while these pieces are moving around, we've got to try and stay on the front edge and, uh, and make sure that we're taking advantage of, of a disrupted environment to come out of it in, in a stronger position than when it started. I think we would uh, agree with that completely. And, and certainly we do talk about, a lot about the revenue sports, football and basketball. But as you, you well know, there's so much success with the other programs. Uh, and that goes back to your leadership and uh, the staffs you put together. Uh, Josh, we'll leave it there. Boy, we could talk a lot longer. And uh, hopefully we get a chance to have you back on it at some point later on uh, best of luck uh, this weekend against Texas San Antonio with the other programs as well. Big weekend in volleyball. We know with the, uh, the Olympians coming back, that's exciting too. And, um, and just the best of luck with everything. I know that we're excited to see um, where, uh, where this goes from here. Thanks, Chance. Really appreciate the support and, and appreciate all the listeners and look forward to seeing a lot of them both in, in Huff Hall and Memorial stadium. And then obviously before we know it, it'll be basketball season and, uh, just got to do what we can relative to the virus. Keep that thing at bay and, and uh, enjoy a great year of Illinois athletics. Time for another timeout. You're listening to the Sports Spectacular on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Are you tired of your website making your business look bad? Is your current web developer dropping the ball? Let's face it, if your website isn't making you money, it's broken. Let Neon Rain create a website that turns your visitors into customers. Neon Rain has worked with hundreds of businesses across North America, building custom websites and applications with modern designs that are easy to update and work well on mobile devices. They can do it for you too. What sets Neon Rain apart? They actually deliver on their promises. Call today for a free consultation, 303-957-3092. That's Neon Rain at 303-957-3092. Or visit them at neonrain.com. You have a lot to look forward to. Growing your family. Opening your own business. Retiring to travel. Leaving your legacy. Busey Bank is here to help you celebrate your life's milestones by putting your money to work with thoughtful advice, trusted resources, and proven results. Busey is proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini, a champion for purpose and progress since 1868. Member FDIC. So I had taken all of those two weeks of preseason games and pulled out different uh, miscues, uh, offense, defense, special teams that were penalties, unforced errors, uh, turnovers, you know, the simple thing of a center QB exchange, a, a center running back exchange, um, a drop the ball with, with nobody touching it but the, but the player that had it. So I tried to show those and make them understand, hey, this is the highest level possible and these guys make mistakes. Uh, you have to learn through others. So I really stressed before we could win the game, we had to stop from losing it, right? And, and that, that is something we just talk about nonstop in our program. Back here on the Sports Spectacular, Brett Bielema's Illini weren't perfect in that win over Nebraska and that constant reminder that you can trip up yourself anytime. Uh, Illini guys, football writer and analyst uh, Matt Stevens joins us now. But before I bring him in, um, this is not a plea to get you to join us, although we'd love to have you. Matt wrote, in the words of IlliniGuys.com contributor Steve Sturm, 
uh, one of his teammates here on the website, maybe the best football film review of an Illinois game he's ever seen. Uh, it was really good, and I invite all football fans to check that out. Here's the thing. IlliniGuys.com has a free seven-day trial, so sign up for a monthly membership. You have six days free to decide if you want to stick around, but I'll be really honest with you. Uh, Brad and Matt's real-time analysis during the games, Matt and Steve's post-game analysis, Kedrick and Brad's recruiting insider stuff, it might be hard to leave. But check it out for yourself, IlliniGuys.com. Okay, now we bring in Matt. Uh, hello to you, sir. What can we expect from UTSA? When you return 21 seniors, or I'm sorry, 21 starters from a team that won seven games the previous year, um, that team's pretty good. I, I actually think UTSA is one of the best group of six conference teams in the country this year, guys. And, and I, I was very concerned about Illinois possibly losing the opener, having all of the air – come out of the balloon of the, of the season really, really quickly. And now you've got a really tough opponent that you might not respect in UTSA coming to Champaign in week two. Um, I, I think it's kind of the opposite. I think that they're, they're really, really confident going into this game because they got the win. And they also know that they probably didn't play their best game against Nebraska and still won by eight. So there are a lot of correctable things that can happen. And I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of disrespect of UTSA by a really, really senior and veteran laden team. So um, I expect Illinois to get a W, but I certainly don't expect it to be a blowout on Saturday night in Champaign. Matt, uh, one issue that Illinois had come up last week was, of course, the loss of uh, Brandon Peters. And where's that? As we look at Peters, you know, he's questionable. You know, we'll see how it goes. But do they lose anything or they, they have enough with Sikowski, Art Sikowski? I mean, what's the difference between those two guys? Well, I... Not much, and I and I don't mean that in a in a bad way. I think that they, there's a reason why they went out and got Art in the transfer portal, and it's because I don't think they thought anything behind Brandon was capable of say winning a big time game and or a Big Ten conference game. And and honestly, UTSA is at that level of a middle to lower tier Big Ten opponent, so you better treat them that way. Uh, I think you found out in the last three quarters, Brad, that Art Sitkowski is pretty good at running this offense. And he can be pretty efficient when he knows what he's doing and he's got people around him that can actually make plays. That didn't happen in 2018 with Ruck at Rutgers. It happened on Saturday. Uh, Brad, I, I, I've made this reference and maybe it's too old school for people to understand, but I think there's a chance that Brandon gets Wally pipped here because if, if Art runs the offense and is – doing way exactly what Bielema and Tony Peterson, the offensive coordinator, want him to do. And Illinois is suddenly 3-1, and 4-0, and oh, maybe 5-0, and oh, and Brandon's ready to come back. I don't know if Brett Bielema wants to disturb the momentum at that point because there's a lot to be said for how Art ran that offense, especially on that drive where they came out of halftime. And I think there's a lot to be said for how this team reacts to Art and, and – and, the confidence that he can gain from a week one experience where there's a lot of correctable items with art going into week two, but there's a lot of encouraging things that he did, especially dropping that pass in the bucket like he did to do span on Saturday. So, I mean, there's a lot of things that you can feel good about in your backup quarterback. And I don't know when's the last time that's been ever been said at Illinois. So I think that there's, there's encouraging things that Brandon can heal up and maybe there's a decision that needs to be made or art just wins the job outright. Matt, what do you what do you think UTSA is going to throw at the Illinois defense to see if they can be more productive than Nebraska was? They're really, really savvy in the sense that I think their running back is actually probably the best running back in a non-power five conference football. Um, and then they have a a 
a gutsy little left-handed quarterback that understands how to run the RPO system and everybody up front is back for them. And so you, you, you feel like physically they're not going to be intimidated. And I think from an execution standpoint, I don't think they're going to be deficient. And that's not something that Nebraska could say in either category on Saturday. So there's a legitimate shot, Mike, that Illinois is going to see a better opponent in week two than they did in week one. And I think that they better be prepared for that. Yeah, good stuff. We'll leave it there. Okay, Matt Stevens, IlliniGuys.com, football writer and uh, an analyst. Uh, Matt, always great stuff. Thanks for your insights. We look forward to seeing your stuff on the website this weekend. Yeah, no problem, guys. All right, well, up next, we'll talk about the Big Ten Offensive Player of the Week, and we'll get the UTSA viewpoint to this one. This is the Sports Spectacular. Are you tired of your website making your business look bad? Is your current web developer dropping the ball? Let's face it, if your website isn't making you money, it's broken. Let Neon Rain create a website that turns your visitors into customers. Neon Rain has worked with hundreds of businesses across North America, building custom websites and applications with modern designs that are easy to update and work well on mobile devices. They can do it for you too. What sets Neon Rain apart? They actually deliver on their promises. Call today for a free consultation, 303-957-3092. That's Neon Rain at 303-957-3092. Or visit them at neonrain.com. Getting out of the military, I was missing this camaraderie. It's frustrating when you try and talk to people that don't understand. I still had the anger. I still had the addictions. But we didn't talk about that. came to a point where it's like, okay, I really need to talk to somebody about this. Family more or less encouraged me, you know, go go to the VA. It's okay to go get help. It's okay to talk to people because it takes true strength to ask for help. Hear veterans' real stories of strength and recovery at maketheconnection.net. Planning to repair or upgrade your home or place of business? Whether it's a leaky roof, windows, or door, worn-out siding or paint, outdated kitchen, bathroom, or basement, look no further than HX Home Solutions, your one-stop shop for remodeling inside and out. Trusted by Chicagoland since 1950, find out why HX gets an A-plus rating by the Better Business Bureau. Call today, 224-880-6000. That's HX Home Solutions, 224-880-6000. Mention code NCAA and schedule your free estimate. Once again, 224-880-6000, HX Home Solutions. Illini Guys, Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com. Illinois versus UTSA. The Illini trying to go 2-0 with one of those wins over a Power 5 foe for the first time since 2005. That's how long it's been. Uh, Reserve quarterback Art Sikowski replacing an injured Brandon Peters and leading the team to victory last week against Nebraska. Coach Bielema says that he wasn't surprised by the poise shown by the Rutgers transfer. You know, Art's just been impressive ever since I've come, uh, you know, in contact with him from my first phone call. Uh, I remember I got off that phone call and I'm like, man, that's a mature dude there, right? Like whatever uh, I know is I know that that will be the case. And then the people I research with, the people I talk to uh, from his high school days to uh, his college days, you know, Andy Boo had been with him at Rutgers, had competed against him when he was at Maryland. So he'd kind of known a lot about him. And, and uh, then he's a guy that was just impressive once he got here. So I wasn't, I wasn't going to be surprised at all if, if, if Art was put in a moment about how he handled the moment. I didn't know how he was going to play, but I knew the handling of it wouldn't be an issue. Sikowski settled down and showed great uh, poise. Outstanding the last uh, three quarters there. Guys, a chance to really gain some uh, confidence this weekend now against the Roadrunners. 
Yeah, I, I think he you saw him come in there. There were a couple of times actually we were sitting in the press box we talked about where he hesitated on a couple of throws because he was playing not to make mistakes a little bit, you know, instead of just making the right read, making the play and trusting himself. And then as the game went on, he he made he was he took out that hitch or hesitation, and I thought he got better. Now you've got a week where you've had a week and you're gonna be the number one guy, all the reps this week, and now you got a chance to kind of you know get right this weekend and really be sharp from the get-go and, and make a statement. Yeah, and he definitely looked like a different person than we saw when he was at Rutgers. Shows me that whatever Coach B has done with him and, and obviously the work that's been done by the staff has really pumped him up. And boy, when it mattered, he came through. Yeah, he was clearly poised by the second series. Normally, you know, he did get sacked. And normally you would see uh, after a quarterback gets sacked in the first, second play, they're out there. They're a little uh, nervous. But I think by the second, third time, you could tell by his posture, his poise out there, that he was just ready to go. Let's get the other side now. Brad caught up with Texas San Antonio beat writer J.J. Perez this week and got his perspective on this matchup. The Opposing View, brought to you by HX Home Solutions. This is a, a pretty young program. This is the 11th season UTSA's had football. And last year, they won seven games, which tied the most wins in program history. They went to their second-ever bowl game, and just come up, fell a little bit short in getting that first ever ball win. So they return a slew of guys from that seven win team last season, 21 out of 22 starters, something like 90% of their players that contributed. So um, the expectations are high for the Roadrunners headed into this season. And, uh, you know, you know, they'd love nothing better than to start things off right with a, a win against a big power five school. They've only only beaten a power five school one time that was Baylor a few years ago when they were rebuilding under Matt rule. So, um, you know, just looking for a good showing this weekend in Champaign. Is that they, they've never played a big 10 team. I think that's right. And so this right. is the first time playing a big 10 team, obviously uh, there, uh, you mentioned the returning starters. They've also got a bunch of super seniors, right? 12 super seniors. So they're old. They're not just, they're, they're not yet. They're an old team. They're a veteran team. Oh, yeah. I mean, the experience and, and really the depth on, on this team is the best we've seen in the 10 years UTSA's had football. It's it's you know, you look across the board at the offensive line. They got depth Their their front seven. They just released a depth chart for the game and they list three guys deep on their two deep roster because um, at some positions they could have even gone four deep. So a uh, lot of talent, a lot of experience on the roster and. You know, it's it's something they're looking to build on. Something uh, Coach Trailer said this past week is, you know, just because you're another year older doesn't necessarily mean you're another year better. So they're trying to get another year better out of these guys. Like Illinois, uh, UTSA obviously is a veteran team with 12 super seniors, 21 starters returning. So it doesn't, uh, you know, obviously they're going to be confident coming in. I think the one thing they have going against them is that, yeah, Illinois has played a game and they got that one under belt. So, um, but it's going to be interesting to see how uh, how they how they handle that first game. Do they have the first game jitters? And Illinois calm down. Yeah, and I'd like to see Sikowski feeling a little more confident, and let's let him get a little bit more, uh, take some more risks with the offense, and see what happens. I think he'll be calm. He'll be poised. I expect Sikowski to uh, go out there do his thing, man. I mean, I expect a lot out of that kid. That was The Opposing View, brought to you by HX Home Solutions. Time now for a break. This is the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com.